0: Hey, Jason Rogers here. I am at an airport right now, so excuse the poor quality of this particular video. I'm simply recording this on my Mac without any special microphone or any kind of lighting or anything like that, just using the webcam camera. So excuse the low quality here, but look, What won't be low quality is the content of this video. Listen very closely here and watch very closely because I want to share with you a very, very sweet way, whether you're buying real estate or whether you're buying businesses. This is really a Jedi strategy to be able to procure that equity, that down payment that you're going to need to increase your odds of being able to complete a greater percentage of the transactions that you would like to complete. Look, I know many of you are liking to buy businesses with as little money down as humanly possible. And for many of you, you don't have considerable amounts of your own money that you can use for a down payment. But as you know, if you've been in this game for some time, banks want money down, sellers want money down, everyone would prefer that you put money down. And if you have money to put down as that down payment, it's going to increase the odds of of you essentially being able to complete that deal. And ultimately, it's going to allow you to buy more businesses or buy more real estate. So now I want to share with you, now that we've discussed quickly why equity does matter. And look, Don't get me wrong, you can do no money down, 100% seller finance or some form of that, great. But I'm just letting you know, the majority of business deals do not get completed in that fashion. So given that, it's worthwhile to have a Jedi strategy in your back pocket for how to procure investor funds without it needing to be their liquid cash. Because one of the things that will happen, and by the way, I I shot another video here on YouTube, basically saying how to procure private equity or something of that form. I'll I'll link it, uh, I'll put it in the little I thing up here. So you can click that and watch that video. That's where I basically share to you uh, how to pitch investors, how to find investors, really how to go about the actual sales pitch itself and how to really sell it. This video is about a strategy that you can use once you have an investor that's keen, because here's what will happen. You will talk to somebody who loves your deal, loves the industry that you're in, loves your investment thesis, loves the team that you've built. They're really excited but they say, look, I wish I had more money to invest, I wish I had more cash available right now, but my funds are tied up, you know, and my, my, my net worth is tied up in my home, or it's tied up in this, or it's tied up in that, or often they'll say, you know, most of my money's in my 401k or my IRA, right? What's a 401k, what's an IRA? These are essentially different accounts that many Fortune 500 companies give employees as a bargaining chip to keep that employee working for them, right? So an IRA is a retirement account, and a 401k is is pretty much a very similar kind of account. These are accounts that Americans have, right? So if you're in a different country, there's probably a very similar type of system, especially if you're in a first world developed country. Look for the equivalent of a 401k or an IRA in your country, but in the United States, this works gravy, right? So here's, here's the deal. Most individuals will have six figures, I should say most middle to kind of upper class individuals. Most individuals who have like, you know, a, a good job. doesn't necessarily need to be a world class job, but it's a good job, right? Most individuals who have a good job will have either an IRA or a 401k. And they will in many cases have six figures, maybe even seven figures. But in, in most cases, at least like $100,000, if not many hundreds of thousands of dollars, especially if they're in their 40s or 50s, uh, years, you know, years of age, they're going to have a ton of funds there. But here's the thing, and I'm not a specialist in the IRA or the four hundred and one k. But really, what generally happens is they can't release those funds, or they can't re- they can't take those funds out until I believe they're the age of sixty two. I believe it's age of sixty two. With the IRA, I don't believe you can take out those funds at all until you're the age of sixty two, or the requirement age. I think the the, re- or the retirement age. Excuse me, it's late at night. I'm, I'm mincing my words a little bit here, but The retirement age in the United States I believe is is 62, when the government will start subsidizing you, if you will. And for your 401 I believe you can take those funds out earlier, you know, before you're 62, but I believe if you do, that you get taxed. You hit a massive tax. So many people don't like to touch their 401 k and I don't even think they can touch their IRA until they're the age of 62. So these are funds that people have that are tied up. But here's the thing. Those funds aren't truly tied up. Yes, they can't withdraw those funds and put them, put them in their checking account. They can't withdraw those funds. With the 401k, I think you can, but you get taxed, and people don't want that tax Right. So for practical purposes, they can't take those funds out. They can't really use those funds. They need to stay as an investment vehicle, if you will, But as you'll see when you talk to individuals who have 401ks or IRAs, usually they're getting really low rates of return on those those accounts, two, three, 4% kind of thing. Many people are getting terrible returns for their 401ks and their IRAs. When you have a great deal and you sell them on the deal the way I talked about in that other video, let them know, hey Bob, hey Cheryl, hey Susan, hey Jeremy. If you have funds in your 401k or or in your IRA and you wanna get a better return than what you're getting right now, why don't you partner with me and I can show you how to use those funds as the down payment for this acquisition. And we can give you the preferred rate of return that we were discussing and we can give you an equity kicker in the deal. So we can give you the 10 or 15 or 8% preferred rate of return and we'll give you maybe 5 or 10 or 20% equity in your deal. And you don't have to give away equity, but that's an extra cherry on top if you want to offer it. Now, here's how you do it. I'm going to refer to my notes because one of my board members is a specialist at doing this very thing. And by the way, if you want to get in contact with them because you have a deal, you're welcome to reach out to me. And if you seem like an individual that really is is carrying yourself well, then I'll make an introduction. But here, I'm going to go to my notes now and I'm going to share with you step-by-step exactly what he told me and how you do this. And I'm going to do this almost certainly in 2020, but right now I've not done it, but my board member has, and he gave me the notes of exactly how to do it. So one second and let me get to these notes and we'll dive right in. So here we go. The first question you want to ask these individuals is who is holding your account, right? Is it, Merrill Lynch or is it TD Ameritrade or or these kind of brokerage houses, if you will, right? Because most 401ks or IRAs, they're going to be under a brokerage house, a TD Ameritrade or a a Merrill Lynch or a Schwab. And and I'm not an expert on this, but generally that's the the first premise, right? Here's the next question you want to ask them. Is it self-directed? Which means, as I wrote here in my notes, can you invest in other things besides stocks and bonds? Can you invest your IRA or your 401k in other things besides stocks and bonds? In many cases, the answer that these people will give is no, they can't. It's not self-directed. They can only invest their 401Ks and their IRAs in stocks and bonds. If that's the case, what they need to do is transfer their money to a brokerage house that is self-directed. I happen to have one. This is the one that my the board member on, on Brighter Living uses, Quest Trust, one word, I believe. Now I'm not sponsored by Quest Trust, I've, I've never worked with them, but my board member had positive things to say about him and he was able to use, I believe his IRA to put the down payment down for a multi six figure real estate acquisition that he made just the other day. So, and again, you don't have to use your own. Yes, if you have a 401k or an IRA, you can use this for yourself, but you can also use other people's IRAs or 401ks and you can do this either and give them equity or you can make it a, a loan and, and put a, have them have a lien on your property or your business. So you can either do this as a loan or as, as an equity play. And the offer, as I wrote here in my notes, is real simply like, hey, if you put in 100K, we'll give you an 8% return and we'll give you some equity. Or, hey, we'll just give you an 8% preferred rate of return. But you can do this. And I'm, I'm reading through my notes here to see if there's anything else really that, that I should share, but you know, I'll, I'll run through you know, a couple of, of key examples. You're not, tra- you're not taking the money out. This is a keynote I wrote here. You're not taking the money out. You're transferring it. You don't touch the money, and that's the key. Because if you touch the money, then you're going to pay taxes on it. And this is what people worry about, especially, I think, with the 401ks, is I don't want to get taxed. And the retort is, is don't worry, Cheryl or Bob. If we do this the right way, and if you work with, with the board member that I, that I am connected with, and he can really consult you. We actually recently started a, a consulting firm that, that specializes in this very thing because he's a true Jedi at this kind of stuff really, you're not going to pay taxes on it. And you can get a better rate of return because you can use these 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 locked up funds in, in great m and or, or real estate businesses uh, or business acquisitions for down payments and, and what have you. You know, so here's a, a little mock example that we, we went through. I remember this. He said, pretend you have a Roth IRA at TD Ameritrade, right? TD Ameritrade's only going to let you, if I'm not mistaken, invest in stocks and bonds. But obviously, Cheryl has agreed, I want to put the down payment for your your... I don't know, your service business, whatever it's gonna be. Your roofing business, right? Oh, I wanna put the money down and I want a 20% stake in your roofing business, I want a 10% return, great. Then you must find another self-directed IRA. For example, Quest Trust, that's the one he used, that's the one he's recommended to me. You transfer the money to Quest Trust and they deal in certainly real estate deals and almost certainly in M&A deals as well. And your retirement account, if you use your Roth IRA, in this case, Your retirement account owns the real estate shares, not you, and that's the kicker. The retirement account or the 401k account owns the shares, not you. Now here's the kicker. This really works only if you act as a limited partner. You can't be the general partner on your deals. The Roth IRA or the 401k account has to own the shares, not you right, and and whether you're, so for example, first of all, let's say that you have, maybe you're 50 and you have a half a million dollars in your IRA, and say you wanna use your IRA to put the down payment down for a business acquisition or a real estate acquisition you wanna make. In that case, you can't own those shares. You need to create an LLC or a legal entity that your Roth IRA owns. And then your Roth IRA, if I'm not mistaken, pays you. Right, so you can't touch the money. That's why you create that legal entity. With your IRA and your 401k, they have to be, if I'm not mistaken, passive investments, which again means you create this blocker entity that your IRA or your 401k owns, and that IRA is essentially the owner of that LLC, and it, the LLC is essentially only in the IRA or the 401k, and you don't touch it. But then of course, because it's your IRA or your 401k, that LLC can then pay you, right? But there's, there's a separation between you and the investment. Does that make sense? That's really the kicker. Now, let's say you find Cheryl and Cheryl wants to invest 50K, then in that case, if I'm not mistaken, and again, this is why you wanna consult with a professional because I'm not a specialist in this. I've recently learned this strategy and I'll be consulting with my board member when I go forth and use this strategy. But I think what happens is Cheryl creates an LLC through her Roth IRA, and then that LLC that the IRA owns can then, I believe, pay out Cheryl but only in a passive sense, right? So that LLC is really what owns the shares, but because it's Cheryl's IRA, that LLC can then pay Cheryl. I believe that's how it works. The name of the game is, again, to create that LLC that acts as that separation between the IRA owner and the IRA owner because again, you can't officially touch the funds in an IRA or in a 401k. In an IRA, you can't touch them period until you're 62. And with a 401k, if you touch them, then you get taxed and people don't want that. So that's how you avoid the tax burdens. That's how you avoid crossing the line. Again, I would recommend consulting with a specialist, but know that this is a tool out there that you can utilize And by understanding what you just realized in this video. Now you can essentially present the main ideas to investors and then you can say hey look by the way i'm partnered with a specialist who's going to walk you through this process and then you have that specialist who who walks them through and ensures that this is carried out successfully because of course if you mess this up that's a problem but it's not that hard to do if you are partnered with a specialist so huge strategy for you to be able to fundraise because again Most individuals have those 401ks or their IRAs. Most individuals who are doing pretty well for themselves have multi-six figures in those 401ks or in those IRAs. They're not getting great returns. They want great returns because who doesn't want great returns? And this is a great way for you to create win-win partnerships between yourself and your business that's making acquisitions and these individuals who are looking for better returns, these investors that want to get better returns. Check it out, utilize this, and hey, if you want that connection, you're welcome to reach reach out to me. And if you are an individual that seems to have a legitimate business opportunity and you seem to have a great investment opportunity, then I will happily connect you with the board member who's a real specialist with these types of things.